Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always, and today we are joined by a dear friend and a special guest, Kyle Graham. And Kyle is the CEO of Ambid Technologies, a software company that produces the website builder 10-Minute Funnels, and I'll explain more about that in a second. But Kyle has been in the internet game since he was 14 years old, starting by working for Lycos to help companies get their businesses online. After he graduated college, he jumped into his own business, 10-Minute Pages, which was an online software-as-a-service business, which helped make web pages for business owners point-and-click simple. This company did very well for itself, grossing over a million dollars in sales in 2013, and since then he's continued to grow and evolve this point-and-click simple software tool model into his new tool, 10-Minute Funnels. I've asked Kyle to join us today so he can tell us a little bit about his journey into the seven-figure business owner category, as well as give us some tips for building, launching, and scaling our funnels easily, quickly, and as profitably as possible. Kyle, thank you for joining us, my friend. How are you doing? I am good. What is up, guys? Uh... Looking forward to do this. Point of clarification, it didn't actually work for Lycos, but we did project work for them. So just, just in Got case. it. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. Total disclaimer. I'm full of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah. But that's still, that's, that was just the starting point. You've come so far since then. Um, I guess in the beginning, like, I guess, what was it that made you kind of do your own business? Like back in the beginning, how'd you even get started? Where do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Yeah, kind of, uh, yes and no. So like, put it this way. So I was introduced to computers at the age of eight. And actually my dad, who's like this professor geek, like me, um, I'm not a professor, but geek. Uh, he introduced me to the world of computers, but not just computers. He's like, Kyle, here's a computer. Start programming. So, <laughs> so, so that's how I got into just the computer side and, and, and geekery. But like, like my family, I guess we're quote unquote out of the box thinker. And while, while my dad is like, uh, the engineering professor and my mom is like a music teacher there's always like an entrepreneurial side so like at an early age as i'm learning computers like my dad would be like hey man you could actually uh build this for other people you could do so he would like encourage me to go talk to your principal maybe you can build a software for the school that helps them out Mm. so like i would get these side jobs before i was even old enough to work and it was like that's what you do and then so shortly after, my dad went into his own company. He, he started his own company right around when I entered high school. And that's where it got really attractive to me because I would, like, be designing websites for people with, like, jobs he would give me. And as a high schooler doing just a little bit of work, I'd make, like, two grand, three grand a pop. And it'd be like, this is so much better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yep. of course, it wasn't, like, every day, but you know, as a high schooler. Oh, that's, you're rich. Like you got two grand in your pocket when you're in high school. (laughs) So the next job is six months later, but (laughs) (laughs) so I was, I was, uh, um, I guess adopted into the, um, 
into the false world of high expectation entrepreneurs. Mm. Um, so yeah, the that that's kind of how it happened. Why do you call it the false world? Well, when I, I I was looking for a for a different world, but like you know, entrepreneurs are crazy, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> like like you know, uh, they talk about Steve Jobs having this reality distortion field around him. I think all entrepreneurs have a sense of that, and there's more sane people <laughs> in the world. So like we we as entrepreneurs, we have this uh, sense of we are the ones that are going to change the world, and like Steve Jobs will say, it's it's those are the crazy people that do. Mm-hmm. So it's like half crazy, but the crazy people actually are the ones who do it. So that's what I meant, <laughs> like the the false sense of delusion of of we're going to change the world, and and so that's that's essentially how how it started, right. um, you know. So we're still crazy, aren't we? Yeah, no, we're still crazy. And there's no ceiling to the mountain. That's the other thing I've learned. Every entrepreneur yeah. I've met, they're never like, I've arrived. I'm going to live the rest <laughs> of my life in luxury and sloth and do nothing. It's like, no, 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 no. Like I remember when I first got – I mean we're both Infusionsoft users. I remember when I first got Infusionsoft and I was running this martial arts school and I automated everything. And it was like – just as an example, it's like let's say I've got you know 10 things to get done in a day. Well, I learned how to automate eight of them. I wasn't like, this is great. I'm just going to do these two things and go home. No, no, no. I found a whole new 10 things to do. Exactly. It's like my life didn't get any less chaotic. I just managed to like, – like to scale the chaos somehow. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like a it's like a form of insanity, but it's a beautiful insanity. <laughs> it is, and it's very beautiful, and it comes full of challenges. And for you, I'm sure it wasn't just like ready, aim, fire, million dollars. Yeah, like. Um, so, what were some of the challenges that you had in growing this company and growing the business? And 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 you know, originally with ten minute pages. Yeah, so like they say, it takes. Um, what do they say? It takes like 10 years to become an overnight sensation. Right. Uh, and that's essentially um, our story. So P- so when we did have, you know, I don't even know if you'd call it success, but let's call it success. It seemed like overnight, like, holy crap, who's this guy that's coming out of nowhere? Right, uh, right. But yeah, like it was crazy challenging. I mean, it, like I started programming when I was eight, started doing web developing on, on the side when I was 14, went through college, high school and college doing that stuff, started this business. And so what, what you didn't mention is before 10 Minute Pages, we had a, for lack of a better word, failed software, which is a version of that, like the predecessor, uh, called M update and we bumped our head against the wall for like six years trying to make that work which for all intents and purposes was very very similar to the 10 minute pages success that we had and oh my goodness it was like every day was a big challenge trying to generate traffic trying to get conversion and that's where a lot of the skills of the marketing and the funnels and stuff came through those challenges so looking back in hindsight it was a great experience um which 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 was which allowed us to create uh some of the success we have now so oh yeah man like not being able to pay your electric bill and watching your wife tear up when they're about to turn the lights off like all of that you name it man we struggled but eventually you know that's why i say the beautiful insanity of being an entrepreneur is this unbelievable optimism that it's going to happen it's going to happen and it's the crazy people like us that fight through that 
and finally arrive at quote unquote overnight success. You need to get your wife some flowers after this call. Like that's <laughs> just like when you said that, I'm like, he he better do something for her. Oh yeah, I mean, because like for a woman, a good woman, like your wife to stick with you, you know, a lot of girls would walk. They'd be like, forget you. Um, <laughs> That's a, but that's a beautiful story because it's you know it's got I mean it's not over yet but it's kind of got the happy ending where you know things are up and running now you've got a nice team and it's growing got a new product so that's awesome. Now you mentioned the marketing were there any like big discoveries for you like do you see milestones that you went through in your business career like oh first I had to figure out how to do this and then I had to figure out how to do that like why was it so similar but not like what was the difference between what you did with the predecessor versus 10 minute pages when you had the success what were the like what were you not doing before? Sure. I mean, I think, and I'll, I'll definitely get into that, but I'll, but I'll, I'll uh, say this first, that entrepreneurship, like life, everything, it's a journey. We're always evolving. And as long as we, um, we, uh, we appreciate that it is an evolution, that everything is a learning experience, every failure is a learning experience, and we take every failure as that, and that's what helps us become successful. So that's essentially like my hindsight retroactive look at what actually happened. Now, if we get into like the specifics of what were those things, um, and this is getting now into marketing, which is understanding that marketing isn't just like what you do or, or direct or, or like good copy or anything like that. Um, what the discovery was is it sounds so basic, but it was providing a solution to a problem and a pain point that is huge for people. Okay. Now one might argue that, Oh, my product, my solution does solve a problem. Everyone says that, but the critical difference was that number one, we never really asked people. Um, and we didn't, tailor our solution specifically to the problems they have. So let's give an example. So like I said, we had 10-minute pages, and that was very successful. But before that, we had almost the same software. It was called Ambit Update. Now, the difference between the software was Ambit Update came out of the need where all my web design clients were like, this was before WordPress and all that stuff, were like, hey, I love the website you built for me. How do I control it? So I'm not disrupting your college classes and stuff. So we created kind of like a WordPress type of solution that let anyone connect their website to Ambit Update and we give an interface that let them edit it. Cool. Great idea, quote unquote. It just, we couldn't make it work. So when we finally talked to our customers and asked them, well, what do they really, really want? What is their true actual needs, we discovered that it wasn't so much editing their website. That was a need, but it wasn't a strong enough need that they were willing to pay hand over foot for. Like we did okay, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't million dollar type of paydays. Mm -hmm. So when we discovered that what people want is they don't just want website editing, they want you to give them a website and not just give them a website. They want a website that's going to make them money, that's going to get the phone ringing, get leads. So what we did is we just took the software, we added some proven like templates that, hey, build your website this way and you'll get more leads. Build it this way and the phone will ring more. And we gave them templates and we attached it to our editing engine and just like that, it went from 
flat to negative growth to hockey stick growth because we took the time. It's a little bit more nuanced and this happy to go into it, mm-hmm. but we took the time to go through a methodical approach of talking to our customers, figuring out exactly what they needed, finding the prioritizing what the pain points truly were what they versus uh, a difference between what they say and their actual pain points, going through that process and tailoring a solution directly to their problem. And that is probably the biggest difference along the way. But again, entrepreneurship, like I said, is an evolution. You're learning from your mistakes, and that's essentially uh, uh, came out of learning from those mistakes. No, but I love it because you originally started fulfilling a need, and you know you were doing it a certain way, but it wasn't very scalable, right? You're in college class. You can't really, you know, you're in college. You can't be jumping when these people say jump and how high, and they, you know, you want to kind of find a way to leverage and scale and to help more people because that's, you know, that was basically proof of concept for you. Hey, I've got so many people asking me for help with websites. There's a need for some sort of website tool, but you didn't know how they had to connect with it. You didn't know how to join the dots, so to speak. So it wasn't until you really got involved with them. And I love what you said. That's Gary Benzavenga's thing I heard from that problems are markets, not, not demographics, not psychographic. A problem is a market. And I always use the example of newspapers because they forgot the problem that they were solving for people and they got decimated handed their butt uh to them or had their butt handed to them by bloggers and the internet so that's a huge thing i mean for everyone and you know um richard tripp who was uh was he coo he was ceo of infusionsoft for a while he has this whole like philosophy that he goes and he does very high end consulting that now and it's pov it's the pov method or something a point of view and a huge part of it is just like what you said, it's having conversations with your clients. And even though you've got an existing business, there's always the 80-20, right? There's always the 80% of people um, who are only making you 20% of your money and the 20% of people that are paying 80% of the money that you need and oh. you know, tailing it around them. And that's apparently what attributed to Infusionsoft's major growth as well was him coming and getting involved with a team of people and literally surveying and canvassing something like 15,000-plus business owners that were their customer base at the time. So that's a huge tip for there and you know what i just want to say this because people listen to the call they're like that's not that hard you know i just want to say like what's easy to do is also easy to not do and that little hinges can swing big doors because you just told us that that was the difference between you having a business that was okay but kind of struggling versus having one that grossed over a million dollars yeah totally and 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 let's zoom out a little bit just because because if we really want to look like we can go deep in terms of tactics or we can zoom out and talk about the thinking and the strategy. And I think you touched on a really good point uh, with the 80-20 rule. Now, I don't know if this is backed by any research or whatever, but I believe there is a correlation between the 80-20 rule and the fact that 80 percent of businesses fail. Um, I think in the first five years or first something like that. Right. And the reason why I say that is because. When you look at businesses, and we, and you and I, we talk to hundreds of them, and the ones that are failing is because this is going to sound so obvious, but they're doing the, they're doing the wrong things. Like in the smorgasbord of things that they're supposed to do, they have things that they're doing right, but they also have ninety five things that they're doing that they should not be doing. So the prioritization is off. Now, if you look at the eighty twenty rule, which again is saying that the gold or the success is found in the twenty percent of things that you do, um, and the eighty percent of things that you do are just not really necessary. That's where the gold is. That's where the success is. So take my example, and you can apply this and. 
we could talk forever on this, but <laughs> do we have a lot of long conversations, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, if you take, for example, in 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 our case, it was a realization of the eighty twenty rule. We had the technology, like like I said, if you look at the difference between Ambit Update and ten minute pages, we had very slow five figure type of growth, and we were able to quantum leap to seven figures with just. Really what it is, it was a focusing in on the 20%. People wanted to edit their website, but the 20%, the people who had the most money, who the problem was the largest, that 20%, that's what we focused on, and we saw the quantum leaps. So if there's anything we're going to take from this or if any value that I can impart, like the big aha moment for me was realizing to focus on the gold and it's a very hard thing to do we can talk about like strategies on how to do that but if i think i i I believe this with all my heart that business success or any business struggling almost always it's because of a a, of not focusing on 20 percent and so Talking to the customers and doing that research is how we discovered what that was. Building an avatar of our ideal customer, again, that's, a, that's the 20%. Building a solution that targets those people's problem, that's the 20%. And that's how we saw the quantum leap. And I believe that's how we're going to see the next quantum leap in our business. That's awesome. So speaking about the 80-20, and apparently you've done some thinking about this, this is, might put you on the spot, but what do you think are the 20% of things that are getting you 80% of the results in your business? Uh, right now? Well, just, yeah, in general. If you had to say, because uh, you're saying you, there's lots of things you can do, so what are the things that you need to do? Totally. I mean, it's, it will, I'll tell you right, it's, the same, it's pretty much the same thing. Like if we're building a business and we want to grow it, we have to always know like what is the eight, what is the twenty percent that contributes to the to the biggest results like so I'll, I'll I'll share from my business but let's like take for example your business just for a second not to put you on the spot but <laughs> I can see that uh, I, I can have a fair guess that the majority of your business's income probably comes from um, roughly twenty percent of your customers like correct. And and I can kind of know that just because if you do research on the eighty twenty rule, it's pra- it's like a law of it's nature. Everywhere, yeah. Exactly. Twenty percent of your tomato plants will produce eighty percent of your tomatoes. Exactly. That's in our backyard. We have we have four blackberry bushes, mm-hmm. and it's always one of the four every year. That's like the money plant. Like I, I have a thing for blackberries, <laughs> and it's like one of them. One of them's my money plant. Yeah. No, I mean, it's found everywhere. People walk on 80% of their carpet in their house. Um, <laughs> people, uh, I mean, it's like everywhere. You look at 80, uh, 100% of people, there's a 20% are, that are 80, that are taller. It's just, it's found everywhere. So I, I could see that roughly about your business. So like, if we were going to grow your business, it would be like, how can we focus around that 20%? So now back to us with our business, how we're going to be growing. What we've done recently is we've tried to systemize the 80-20 rule in our, in, our, in our company. So throughout every step in the entire company, we have these feedback mechanisms in place. We have surveys and this, we're looking at data, and I, we actually have a full-time data scientist, and all he does is he's looking for these patterns. He's looking for these key levers. Like you said, uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, small hinges swing big doors. So he's looking for those, and we have regular meetings where we discuss those things and we have a prioritization system on everything and we're trying to always prioritize that 20 percent and discard the 80 percent or 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 suppress the 80 percent and 
because it appears everywhere, we want to look for them everywhere. And so if if we can spend the majority of our time focused on that 20%, that's how we start to see that type of hockey stick growth. And so... And oftentimes, just so that people don't think this is complicated, sometimes it's just one thing. For 10-minute pages, for us to add two zeros to our income, uh, roughly, um, and grow so huge, it was that one little change. So that's, I think, the huge takeaway is sometimes it's just small things of honing in on the 20% that is the huge results to make things work. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, Dan Kenny used to call that the phenomenon. It's the year you make more money in one year than all the other years <laughs> combined. Um, and you'll have a few, that happen a few times if you stay mm. on point. So uh, that's exactly it. And it sounds like, yeah, you, you articulated that very, very well. If anyone was listening to that, didn't catch that. I highly recommend you go back and listen to the first part of this interview because there's a ton of gold in this stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no magic room. There's no secret. This isn't like Kyle's like telling you these goods, and then when we get off, he's gonna be like, "Now, Daryl, here's the real <laughs> magic." Hey, let me give you the good stuff now. Like, this is it. This is the real deal. It's like focusing on the twenty percent that gets you results, and then and then moving forward from that. So, um, let me share one one final thing because I like I I. I this is there's people who like to talk strategy, you and I, and there's people who like to talk tactics. Um, and so I always like, how can we bridge the girl? How, how, how can we bridge that gap? How can we set up a system so that that is focused on all the time? Because like, if you want to make money, if you want to double your income or revenue, that's how you do it. Well, how do you do, how do you translate that to a practical day by day thing? So I'll tell you what I do. And, and again, I got, like we were talking before this call about my whole productivity thing and <laughs> what I do every single morning. And some of you have heard about like saying affirmations and stuff like that. And that's all good. But what I do is I like same thing with the 80, 20 rule with your day, the first hour of your day of your eight, of like the first 20% of your day determines the success of your entire day, 80-20 rule. So what I do is during that first hour, during the, the 20% of that 20%, um, I spend getting aligned with my goals and I create what I call a focus map, which I which basically, again, we could go into detail about this, is I outline what my goal is. I break that down into um, the the critical success factors that get me to that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I break that down one more time of like, what are the key blocks that I'm going to focus on? And so again, this is the 80, 20 rule, because this is telling me these are the actual items in my business that I need to focus on to grow the business. These are the 20%. And I, I trace that, or I do that every single day so that the 20% is in the forefront of my mind every single day. And the reason I do it at the beginning of the day, because it sets the tone for the day. And also what it does is it creates a boundary around my focus. It means that during the day, when I get distracted, when I find myself doing something else that I think is the right thing to do, I can always go back to what I set at the beginning of the day um, and I know immediately this is not part of the 20%. This is not part of my focus. And so even though when it sounds good or someone sends me an email of this great marketing strategy, if it's not in that box of focus, I call it a focus map, um, it's also the 20%. I know that that's not important. That's something I can do later or I can lower in priority because what's important is that 20%. That's the tactical way I do it. And that's another way. That's the way that I – that's the – 
probably the biggest tool that had helped me during that time of, of growth. Um, it was doing that that led us to the realization that we needed to do the, re- the market research and build the product accordingly, et cetera. That's awesome. And that's a huge tip. And I can share with you that uh, that's actually having a morning routine is de- is one of the habits of all the richest people in, in the world, um, as well as it's just if anyone who's a world champion in any sport or athlete, any top level CEO, they all start their morning off with a plan because once you get into moving, you go in the direction you're facing. Yeah. And a lot of people, they just wake up and things happen to them. And you can't be reactive and make progress. It's like they say, you know, the best defense is a good offense. So you want to yeah. have a good offense with your day. So I love that you said that because that's so true too, especially – I don't know what it is. Like I don't know what your beliefs are and that's fine, whatever you believe. But it always is like things get very – like the objects get shinier – the, you know what I mean? Like the closer you get to doing the right thing, the shinier all the distractions get. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's it's a bad thing. So I love that. I'm very similar to you in the mornings. I wake up. Um, I love to work out in the morning. I feel like it just helps me wake up, charge my brain, you know, just get my nutrients and uh, just get me moving, wake up, get a good sweat going. But then I always do the same thing. I'm not quite – I liked how you broke it down. And what I really like was you mentioned the key hurdles you'll focus on because I do the same thing. I write down and I put down three goals for every day. You know, after I do my workout and I come back, um, I come and I sit down and as I'm eating breakfast, I write down my three goals for the day. And like I, just like you said, I try to only focus on those three goals. Whenever I find myself doing something, I'm like, is this one of those three goals? No. Oh, I better go back to that because those are tied into weekly goals, which are tied into monthly goals, which are tied into quarterly goals, which tie into the annual goal. And again, for people listening, if they're like, that sounds like a lot. No, you make a goal for the year and then you're like, all right, then by this time I need to be there. And, you know, and you just reverse engineer it at least in the quarters. And if you got a quarter, then you can kind of make monthly goals and just kind of start there. And then just every day, am I working towards that goal? So I love that. I mean, it's focus. It's really disciplined focus as well. Absolutely. So what are some of the biggest, I mean, because you deal with tons of business owners, and especially now your product now, the 10-minute funnels, these are businesses that are trying to get something to market built up, some sort of online promotion, trying to get it created, trying to get it finished, trying to get it launched out there, and trying to get traffic to it. Do you find that in the, you know, in the research you've been doing for these people, are there certain obstacles and mistakes that everyone's making? Um, in terms of to... From a marketing standpoint, business standpoint, what do you mean? Well, I guess maybe because it's a bit of both. Like if someone oh. someone's like, oh, they get your 10-minute funnels project because they hear about, oh, you're doing a launch or having an automated funnel. Wow, this sounds great. You know, and they start trying to get up and running. Do you find that there are sticking points for people? Because the reason why they're getting your software is they want to do some sort of promotion for their business online. Um, and I, was, I guess I'm wondering, is it – do you find that you – People always struggle either, you know, they're not clear on what their promise is, they haven't done any research, or their company's not organized, and so even though they've got the pages up, the you know, once once people go through and, you know, they, they buy or they opt in or whatever, like the back end isn't there. Do you find that there's, uh, like, repeat things that people are, are, are falling victim to? Yeah, I think it's the thinking, too. Um, you know, our name is 10 minute funnel. So it carries the connotation that you can build funnels in 10 minutes. And and, and you actually can uh-huh. in the sense that it is a tool to rapidly build successful marketing funnels. Okay. Uh-huh. But what I think some people miss is that it's a tool, you know what I mean? And, and, and a tool is 
as good as where you aim it or what you put into it. So we do our best to provide people with everything we can to help them succeed. We give them templates that, that have been proven to work. We give them funnel structures that have been used in six and seven figure uh, 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 launches and stuff. So we do everything to help people succeed. But at the end of the day, um, the, the, where the time comes in is is deciding like what to put on your page, what to say, good good copy, good headlines, and stuff like that. Now there are the people who come with that prepared, and boom, 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 they have massive success. But then there's the people that are like, oh, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit not quite sure what to do. Okay, and so for for those people, that tends to be a sticking point. But it kind of harkens back to some of the stuff we've been talking about which is to know what your focus is in your business. You know what I mean? What are the, what are the obstacles? What are, what are the critical things holding you back from getting your goal? And so, um, so again, it's like the 80-20 rule. So with 10-minute funnels, we provide different marketing funnels for different situations. Some people want to ge- need to generate leads. Some people need to generate sales. There's doing a product launch. There's doing webinars. And so depending on what the 20% that's going to take your business forward and that quantum leap is going to determine which of the marketing funnels you use. So what ends up happening is some people don't know what that is. So we have a Facebook group and we're always talking about this stuff. It's like, okay, well, how do we figure out, how do we prioritize that? How do we go into your business and figure out what are the the small hinges that are going to swing the big door? Maybe your bottleneck in your in your company is that you just need more leads because your sales acquisition is great. You're, you, you get more leads, you will win. And so now we can suggest, okay, here's the lead acquisition funnel for you. Um, you know what I mean? So it's 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 connecting that bridge between strategy and execution. Yeah. 10-minute funnels is a brilliant execution tool, and then the strategy, we, you know, we, we help people out on that too. Yeah, I mean, as you're talking, I definitely came across with, with what I see with a lot of my clients. These are, they don't know where to find the people. You know, they've got a product like uh, this was a great this is a great example of uh, a guy I know just locally over the years. Came to me, he's like, Daryl, I got this great product idea. And he's a great guy. And um, he actually came to a couple. And one of them, I'm like, that's a real winner. But one of the other things he showed me, it was like double sided tape. It was like a tape holder. Like so you get like scotch tape, you know, to fix stuff. Well, he wanted to make a holder for double sided tape so you could slide a business card through it and then just like cut the edge and then you would have double-sided tape on the back side of your business card. And, like, you just slide them through kind of thing. You know, if you need five, you just slide five through that. And, like, that was, like, his invention, and he had this idea. And the other business, I was like, you need to go with that other business because this thing, even if you get it, you know, you could sell it, by, but you have to get it put in stores. How are you going to market that? How are you going to find the people that will buy that? How do you find people that are interested in having, you know, like, how, how do you find the market of people that want to stick their business cards to things? Like yeah. that was just such a, so I feel like either they're often they're the, again, his other one was a real winner. And I really, yeah, I was like, you need to go for that one. Um, but, and that, <clears throat> that's a, not to cut you off, but like that, that's a big struggle. And again, it always ties back to the 80, 20 rule, but like 
that's a big struggle with a lot of businesses. Like they have lots of ideas, they're eternal optimists, so they end up doing a bunch of stuff and they get overwhelmed and then they can't succeed. Right. And that was my issue. Uh, like, so there was the, the, we talked about like the business issue and why we were, we weren't as successful in what we did, but a lot of underlying what it was, is was the personal issue of the entrepreneur and, and doing things like what you just said, having tons of great ideas, trying to do them all and failing. And so the breakthrough for me, and I think the breakthrough for a lot of people, pretty much anybody is to focus on, like what you said, focus on the, the, the. The thing, the one thing that's most likely to succeed, and again, it's the eighty twenty rule. So I can remember a story, uh, or or the actual day that this happened. I was in my office with my brother, and I had a big, massive, eight-foot whiteboard on my wall, and it was just covered with tons of ideas of projects and software of what we were going to do. And I was totally frustrated. It was crazy, and so I just decided I'm going to go out and think, and like a just like a ton of bolts it just hit me that i was just doing too much i was overwhelmed so i came home and like i came to the office like in a fit of fit of rage erased the entire board except for 10 minute fun uh, 10 minute pages at the time and so it was that massive focus on the one thing that was going to take us to the next level and then applying all of my energy on that. Um, and, you know, I, I have this process. Um, it's, you know, you can research this. It's called theory of constraints, which is basically to identify the obstacles, the constraints that are holding you back from your success and then focusing on just knocking those over. And when you apply all of your energy on one thing and you do it from a constraint based uh, thing, it's like magic it just falls over like dominoes and, and, and you make the progress. So going back to like what you said, yeah, like finding that one thing, focusing on that, like with, with this guy, you know, it's, it's, they're probably both good ideas, but there's one that's just the winner doing that one. And, you know, you'll, you'll see a lot more success if he, uh, against doing both focuses on that. Well, here's the thing. Cause the other business that he had, the people were easy to identify the people that would need it. The problem he was solving for them was a big problem and it was a big pain point and it was something that's only going to get bigger over the next kind of 10 years. And there's a way that you could have systemized the process and made it automated. And I feel yeah. like those are kind of the three places people really struggle because <clears throat> finding the people is where do you find the market to build your, that your business is going to live off of? Where do you find the community that you're going to build to invite the people into kind of your party? And then the problem, that's kind of the conversion issue, right? Like if you don't really know the problem is that you're solving or how people need help with solving it, um, you're not going to get the conversions that you need and people aren't going to stick with you and they're not going to be like – you know, for example, some people, they, they love Apple or even CrossFit. Those are two companies that their, their fan, their user base, if you mention a problem with your computer or you mention like a, any sort of fitness related thing, they're going to be like, you need CrossFit. You need an Apple, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're just, they're so rabid about that because it will solve your problem or, or they think it will because it solved it for them. Now I'm a fan of both, so I'm, I'm biased, but so it's the people, the problem, or then it's the other problem is that they don't have any automated processes. There's no way that they can scale. They're not in a sustainable model that way that they're going to get burnt out. Um, and so yeah. it almost sounds like you were describing that when you talked about the problems people had. Either they didn't, like, they could build a funnel in 10 minutes. They could come with all their, oh, and they could fill in all the blanks and use all the templates and have it set up, but then they have no audience. And it's, the business graveyard is littered with world-class products and services that no one heard about. 
no one knows about. So the people, and then again, the problem. So again, the other problem is maybe they don't know what they're really solving. And then it just comes across as kind of like, give me money, right? Because they're just yeah. building this page and there's nothing really in it for the visitor, for their, right? For the traffic that they're getting. You get someone to click and see your site. They're like, what's in this for me? I just see that you want something from me. So they're not sure about the problem. And then the other part is, like you said, they, they may not have the things together. They may think they might be buying this tool and that it's going to fix everything else, but you've got to, you know, a lot of people forget um, the money's in the back end, the money's in the list. When you get a client, you really got to like hold on to them and take care of them and try to build that long term relationship with them. Unless you sell bridges, because you're not going to sell the same city a bridge, <laughs> you know, every year. Uh, maybe you will, but that won't be common. You, at most, the vast majority of businesses depend on long term relationships. In fact, you and I even mentioned that before the call because we were talking about our own projects. And we mentioned that anything that's a subscription based or continuity based, it can be called where there's recurring payments. I mean, that's a really good model to have to be in because it provides like sustainability, it just provides predictability, and, you know, it just gives you time to get other things moving. If you've got to sell a car every week to be able to feed your kids, you got to be on the grind. You got to hustle. You know, you need to build those relationships. That way, you can be like the guy that just sold my dad a car. You know, that's his fifth car he's bought from that guy. You right. know, and if you can build that repeat relationship in there, it will make your life and your business a lot easier. So, totally. Yeah. yeah so, so what we do is we try to give people two sides of the coin. So you know, a lot of people come in. They, they use our software and it's great, but we also provide like a Facebook community um, where we all kind of can help each other on those other things. Like what do you actually put into your business or, or so you can have the right thinking and mindset so that what you actually end up doing and building. So you're, in other words, you're building or you're automating the right things. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's like, the, you know, that's the full circle. I love that you brought up the theory of constraints as well. That isn't that in the book, the goal yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where uh, the, the author or the yeah Eli Goldratt kind of introduced the concept. But uh, there's there's some like very practical step by step ways to execute or implement the theory of constraints in your business. And oh my goodness, is that transformative? Like when you when you see the world through that lens, mm -hmm. um, it's so powerful. And it's the ultimate, in my view. Um, realization of the 80-20 rule. It forces you to look at your business from a constraints perspective because the way the whole constraints concept is, is a lot of people when they look at their business and why they get overwhelmed is, is oh, my, my, my business is just crumbling. There's this, 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 and there's hundreds of problems. But what many people fail to realize is that those problems are all connected in some way. Mm -hmm. And if you drill down on those problems, what appears is not so much like a chain of problems, but it's more like a tree of problems where one problem, one problem is the root cause of three problems. And that root cause, and it ends up becoming like a tree of problems. And at the very base of that tree is one, maximum two constraints. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what is just beautiful about it, and again, it's the 80-20 rule all over again, is if you just focus on Licking over or, or overcoming that 
constraint like dominoes all your other company problems just magically erase because you if you can remove the constraint your business just all the problems magically disappear and so again ultimate focus so what we do is we do the theory of constraints process to arrive at that and a solution and then every day when we're doing our goal setting we want to be all hands on deck on the constraint because we know if we can solve that most of the other company's problems are going to are going to be solved and the 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 quantum leap that big leap is going to occur yeah, I love that, and I th- I think that's really true. And if anyone's confused by this, it's just it's kind of it's kind of easy to. So here's here's an example because I actually have a client. We doubled their sales just by improving the layout of a page. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can do that with something as simple as that. So here is the example. You know, if someone's got a website. They're getting a ton of visitors every month, um, and they've got a sales team that sells really well, but they're just not generating the leads that they need. And so, and this is just a really basic example. And so they thought their problem was that they needed more visitors to their site. And they're doing all this fanfare to try to get more people to visit their site and everything like that. But when we looked at the site, you know, it was something like 2% of people that visited the site filled out the lead form. Yeah. And so we're like, you don't need more traffic and you don't need better because, you know, they like because they were complaining about everything, the sales reps. And, you know, like there was just panic around everything because they just weren't able to keep all their sales reps busy. We're like, you need more people to g- turn into leads. Like you need more people to fill out that lead form. If we could figure out a way to get more people to sign up for the consultation, your problem would be solved. And ultimately we did that with just a simple layout change and then adding a pop up. We quadrupled the number of leads that they were generating. Um, and it was just that it was that simple. It was people I like I can't tell you. I, I don't even mean to cut you off. I just get super excited. About yeah, no, no, it's good. Go, go, go. <laughs> um, like that golden nugget right there of of just seeing your business from a constraints perspective ends up being the solution for almost any problem. Like. Take, let's say, conversion rate optimization, the art of improving conversions on a funnel, pretty much what you just said. Like when you when you see problems from that perspective, you end up you don't need like books and advanced training to solve some like how do you do conversion rate optimization? I don't need to read a book. I look at constraints. I look at my funnels and I see what's the single thing holding back success and I hone in on that. How do I hire the best? person from my team look at look at it from a constraints perspective like almost any business problem can be solved by looking at it from that and what makes this so cool is that you don't have to solve all your problems you need to isolate the one or two that is responsible for your problems and like i said like dominoes everything takes care of itself so i make it a point and and this is the challenge with entrepreneurs is that we get so emotionally involved in our companies that it's hard to see the forest from the trees. So it's hard to see. So we feel the hundred problems that we have when if we could just zoom out or take some time out and zoom out and objectively observe our business um, using, using logical processes, we can see that, man, I don't really have a hundred problems. I just have two. I just have one. And if I can get the whole team to swarm in on this one problem, Boom, everything is solved. So I'm harping on this because it's it's like magic and it's it's just so therapeutic because problems don't the business doesn't become overwhelming anymore uh when you look at it that way. Right, because then anytime you're feeling overwhelmed or anytime that you feel you've got some 
quote-unquote complicated problem, if you can take a look at the pieces and figure out what's really the holdup, suddenly it's, oh, we just got to fix that. Um, which <laughs> yeah. is huge because, again, to use the same analogy, if, if you have a three steps, there's three steps in this situation, and the first step has a capacity of 100, and the second step has a capacity of 100, and the third, third step has a capacity of 100, you know, but the middle step is only performing at 10, mm-hmm. you don't need to take the capacity of step one and three and take it to, from mm-hmm. 100 to 200. You need to take the 10 to 100, right? That's where your focus and attention needs to be because as you open that up, everything else will just flow through. So that's a huge, huge, huge win, and it is. And that's I feel like – I think that's why you and I like to be strategic so much is because you notice how sometimes just the right strategic thinking can unlock and simplify the work. I mean it's you know it just takes the effort out of it as opposed to just working like a dog in the wrong direction. So I think that's – I hope everyone's kind of picked that up from this call. This has been really good so far. There's a lot of gems in here. Please, if, if you've been inspired by any of this, do yourself a favor and maybe give it a re-listen. Make sure you're taking down your notes because at the end of the call, we're going to give you some action items to do to create a list for yourself to do and a list to delegate. Um, there's a lot of good stuff here. So, Kyle, what's been some of the things that um, you felt was holding you back, you know, I guess before? Was it, I guess, it was, was it the lack of focus? Was it the lack of not doing the goal setting? It was not having talked to your customers? I mean, what do you think, maybe not even you, maybe about the listeners, what do you think holds most people back? Well, I, I think the two questions are the same answer because I think I was like many of the listeners um, in that the average entrepreneur, especially online marketers, we're just inundated with distractions, like just stuff to do. There's Facebook, there's blog, and it's super easy to convince yourself that what you're doing is productive and 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 I need to do this. I need to read this book. I need to do this thing. And it's easy to get lost in that world. And and if any of you, and I'm sure everyone has encountered this, you'll be focused doing your work and then somehow you'll find yourself three hours later um, <clears throat> on a website because you just check Facebook, you click this link, then you click this, then you went down this whole maze of all this stuff thinking you're being productive mm-hmm. and half your day is gone. And so that that was my life um um and even bigger than that was the the fragmentation of of my brain in the sense of having lots of ideas having lots of goals and objectives and we could go into more detail about how dis- destructive that is but essentially it works out this way and it was the realization of this that your ability to realize a goal is directly proportional to the amount of goals you're pursuing. In other words, if you're trying to accomplish X or some goal, you're trying to get to 10,000 a month or something like that, but you simultaneously have another goal, or within that goal, you're trying to do two businesses. Like as soon as you introduce one more pursuit, your chances of success immediately go down tremendously. And so if we go back to that moment in on the whiteboard, I had an entire board fill of, filled with ideas. 
And I thought I was being constructive. And many of them were great ideas. But at the end of the day, I, I, I mean, we're talking about years, like five years of trying to do this, trying to do so many things at once. And so, yeah, the problem was overwhelmed. The problem was lack of focus uh, because I was trying to pursue too many things. Well, it was right around that time that I was introduced to this concept of theory of constraints. And I was able to see the, 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 the desperate need for focus, which I, which I think there's some metric around that, like 80% of online um, entrepreneurs, are, are, are their issue is they're overwhelmed. So it was going through that theory of constraints, realizing the power of focus, creating systems that forced me to focus and focus on one thing and doing that daily that caused me to to eliminate or deprioritize all this other stuff, focus on the most probable solution I had and spend all my energy and effort on that single thing for things to turn around. And I truly, with all my heart, believe that the majority of our listeners here, if they can do something like that, uh, however you do it, again, I can go into how I did it, but what is your number one thing? And how can we deprioritize everything and put all your effort and energy in that one thing and just do it, do it completely to the end um, is, is, is a major method to accomplishing your goal. It's going to help your chances significantly. Mm, that's a huge tip. I remember early, early, early in my business career, one of my first mentors told me, Daryl, you cannot succeed in business if it's a part-time thing. Mm-hmm. He just said, if you want to succeed in this business, you need to be in here full-time. It's, it's, you know, if that's basically all he said. I was going to expand on it, but that's that was his words. He said, if you want to make this work, it's going to take a full-time commitment. If you put full-time hours into something, how can you fail? As long as you stay focused on that one thing. And I think that what you said there is just really powerful. It's the focus. It's focusing on solving a problem. It's making sure that you've got a, an audience of people that is big enough to support your business. Um, it's knowing that you can solve that problem for them and ideally building in some sort of long-term relationship into your business so that way you can have an ongoing relationship with your customers, not just kind of one night stands and you're just giving people fishes and they're leaving, you know, give them the fish if that's what they really want and need, but then offer to teach them how to fish over the next three months, four or five months, you know, something like that, because those two things will help you overcome so many of the initial hurdles. And then after that, it becomes an an operations thing where you start looking for automation tools and and ways to grow and scale and to simplify. That's the other thing. I've never really seen a complicated eight figure business. I haven't, like, I just haven't seen one that they're doing double backflips and somersaults. And you know, the, we've got this thing. I mean, I've seen integrated, complicated integrations for like payment systems and merchant accounts that, but the model is always really simple. You know, it's just really well spelled out and then they're doing it on volume. That's the issue. I think as entrepreneurs, we want to keep building and building and building, but the, the, the best, I mean, when you had 10 minute pages and you started having that hockey stick growth, you were all about 10 minute pages. You weren't singing and dancing some, you know, some other song. You were just about that. And I think people often, uh, here's a great example. I feel like often people will do like a promotion. Often like with some of my clients, they'll be like, yeah, we did this one promotion. It worked really well. And we got all these sales. So now we're trying to think what we should do next. And I'm like, wait, wait, what do you, what do you mean? What are you going to do next? Like, just do that again. Like do that again. Like when you go <laughs> digging for water and you've got like a doweling rod and you find water, like, Hey, Hey, we found water here. You don't go, Hey, let's get a cup of water and go somewhere else. You like dig deep and wide and you, that's why they say inch wide, mile deep. Right. So. Um, 
So yeah, (laughs) go, go, go. You got it, man. It's good. I think, I think the only difference between seven figure businesses and eight figure business is that eight figure businesses have figured out how to scale their business is just scaling what has worked as a seven figure business and seven figure businesses are the people who've just figured out what has worked. Mm. And then six figure businesses are the people who are just kind of just starting to figure out certain things. And it lit, I think it's literally that simple. Yeah, so yeah. depending on where you are in that spectrum, um, I, I think, I think that's really what it is. If you're struggling or whatever, my advice is get focused, like get focused on that one thing. If there's any success you're having whatsoever, hone in on that. And I think you could get to that six figure mark. And once you get to that, then it's like, okay, how can we ramp this up? Now there's growing pains associated with that. Like we have, which is like, how do you ramp that up? Um, but you're just really just Again, it's the 80-20 rule. You're zooming in on what works. And then where we're at, trying to get to that next level, that eight-figure mark, really it's just taking what is working and scaling it up. Getting rid – that's why you said I think uh, eight-figure businesses are simple because they got rid of the crap that wasn't working and they're scaling up and ramping up the stuff that is. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think that's true. I, the only caveat is you know, maybe if you're a shoe shiner in an airport, I don't know if you can scale that to six figures. No. Um, <laughs> but, but generally speaking, you're right. I think, I think that's really, really true. I think what you said is correct. If you're around the six-figure mark, you know, you've got something that – kind of works, um, you know, but there's, it could be optimized and made a lot better, or maybe you're just playing in a really small pond. And then, you know, when you get to the million dollar mark, you've, you know, you've got it figured out, things are running, you've got a problem that you solve for people, you've, you've, you know, things are humming along, you're really making a difference in the world. And then, like you said, the eight figure, they figured out the scaling problem, which for a lot of people, it comes down to the operations and then streamlining all the fulfillment backend stuff. Sometimes you have to bring things in house, sometimes you have to outsource to, to just to flatline it. But although I can't say that from personal experience, having gone, taken anyone to eight figures, but speaking to them, I think that that's kind of where the direction is. So Kyle, they've given so much knowledge. There's so much in this call. Um, it's really, really, really powerful. The stuff that we've talked about. Um, but what are you doing these days? What are you excited about? What do you got going on? What's your big focus right now? Um, really? So like we've mentioned, like we've got this product 10 minute funnels and it honestly, even though the connection isn't easy to see to me, it's the realization of a lot of the stuff we've talked about. It's like, how can someone come in with this 80, 20 mindset that the gold is in the 20% and what a lot of people do and, and because they just had no other choice is like, let's say you want to build a marketing presence, a website or a marketing funnel. So what a lot of people do is they, they can't read some books. They kind of figure it out. Uh, they may hire some programmers to try to put this together and it might work. It may not work. That's the hundred percent. That's just trying to do it yourself. What we do is we are that 20%. So what we've done is we have found through our experience and working with thousands of, of, of marketers, we have found marketing funnels, marketing websites, frameworks, and templates and systems that already work. And so what we've done is we've combined these these frameworks with a powerful uh, uh, builder, a powerful website editor and builder. And so we call it 10-Minute Funnels. And so what it does is it you know, we, we've been doing this for over a decade of, of creating really easy-to-use website builders. Uh, and so now what we've done is we've added the ability to build proven marketing funnels 
And we call it 10-minute funnels because it's so easy to do. So it's the ultimate realization of the 20% when it comes to your marketing. And like I said earlier, we've got a Facebook group too to make sure that what you actually put in the in the execution of this is the right stuff. We've got the training and stuff that will teach you exactly how to do it all together. So that's the thing that we're most excited about. It's the evolution of this thing that started over 10 years ago, You know where we had Ambit Update, then we moved to 10-minute pages, then as the market evolved, we now now have full it's like almost like businesses that you can just get going uh, with it so that's what's keeping us excited and the reason i'm so passionate about it is yes i love marketing and i'm a marketing nerd like the rest of us but it's the it's the core business it solves such fundamental problems that business owners face of not knowing what to focus on not knowing what business uh what um um marketing funnels to do and we kind of just package it for you and you get that you know in no time so that's really what keeps me excited and what our company's up to lately and i'm you know just to give you my testimonial i mean i already said at the beginning that we're friends and that's very true but i told you straight up when you first started launching 10 minute funnels that even when it was in beta i'm like i love your tool there's other ones out there but they're big and clunky and i called yours the apple of the funnel building world <laughs> yeah, um, yeah because it really just is and so it's fine and whoever's this is called they can just take the goods that we've given them and run with that and please just implement that for your own success. We both truly, sincerely want the best for you. If any of you are struggling with like your website stuff or anything, uh, Kyle's got a great product. It's very well priced. And uh, like you said, there's all these templates. It's drag and drop. And it's because, and the reason why I bring this up is because one of the biggest complaints I get from people that I don't necessarily have the ability to work with is that they're struggling with a lot of the web technology stuff. And that's where this tool comes in. The whole funnel because whether you're trying to just generate leads or you're generating sales, usually people go through a multi-step process on your website, and a lot of people have issues getting those pages done and then connecting them and getting the tr information to go from one to the other to the other. And then also if you have any sort of like like CRM software that you're trying to connect to, right, to get like that host all your customer data, right, then now you've got, all of a sudden you've got a web guy because here's – I mean I've gone through this just recently just having built a membership site. Like you've got a web guy, but then you've got to have a copy copywriter and then you have to have your web IT person that can make all the geek technology talk and work together right and then you're troubleshooting it's just such a pain in the ass um, just straight out so uh, now where do people go if they're interested in this where, where do we send them where are we sending them yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're if you interested in that kind of stuff, you can go to 10minutefunnels.com. That's 10minutefunnels.com. Um, you know, it's a free trial, and it will show you. It, it, it kind of, like I said earlier, like talking to our customers and trying to provide a, a, a marriage to a, a solution to their problems, direct solution. And exactly what you just said about, like, going through that whole rhythm of, of hiring and, oh, and, and working with, and it's just it's just hard and and here's the challenge the the big issue is that as I've, I've listened to your podcast and you know one of the big issues is that you got to move fast like you've got to create these uh the these uh, you got to get your ideas out fast because the person who moves the fastest the person who improves and fails the quickest and and and, and can get better and better that's the person who wins not the person with the most money and everything so if you're playing that game of of hiring a programmer, doing this, and besides the fact that it's crazy expensive, it just takes too long to win in this fast-paced environment. So that's like where we saw the opportunity to create a really, really, really easy-to-use software that takes all of that and just dumbs it down and gives you proven marketing funnels that you can just kind of get at a 
touch of a button, but also gives you the power and flexibility to make it your own and to work directly with your company, your brand and everything. Um, it's just a really quick platform for anyone to get and, and see the type of results that, you know, that we're talking about. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And the feature that I really like that you offer is that you can host, even though you build it in 10 minute funnels, you can still host it on your site. Cause a lot of tools that you build stuff in them and then they want you to send all your people to their site that hosts <laughs> your stuff. And that's something you guys do too, but you also have the option if you want to just host the pages on your site. And that was a big win for me. That's why I didn't start in the beginning with you. Just if anyone caught where I said, I just went through this. That was the biggest reason why I didn't with Kyle in the beginning. And now that's been long, long uh, fixed and it's a definitely a tool that we use and so uh you've got my endorsement but the purpose of this call wasn't necessarily sell 10 minute funnels right. if anyone's listening and they're having that problem just check it out it's a free trial just go watch the video 10 minutefunnelscom there's a cool little video at the beginning it'll show you you will understand why i said it was the apple of this sort of tool a software online and it's very reasonably priced um, but aside from that again there was a ton of really good content kyle gave us here um he's the real deal i've known him for years myself we've had a ton of great conversations conversations this stuff really works there's no magic room you are getting all the goods this is this is it it's just a matter on you to take this knowledge and move forward with it because you'll do better when you know better as long as you use it so Kyle, thank you so much for coming and sharing with everyone today. I really value and appreciate our friendship and that you would come and share with my audience and just thank you so much and I wish you and your family all the best. I appreciate it. Um, one last thing. If, if, if people are, like, really interested in this, there's, like, something I can send you if you want, like, a hands-on way to apply some of the stuff we talked about. Again, 100% free. There's no opt-in. There's no email. There's no price. It's just just value if you, if you like this stuff. If you go to 10minutefunnels.com slash TOC, TOC for Theory of Constraints, there's like a, again, this is only for some of you who really like this stuff, but it's a practical way. Um, so it's like Theory of Constraints, TOC. Um, there are three, uh, I gave a, a talk at an event we had where I broke down step by step exactly how to do a lot of the stuff we talked about. Again, completely free. I'm not asking for anything. It's just, if you like this stuff, that's just my contribution. Because Daryl, you are awesome. You're the man. I mean, like, I, I love what you do. You're a marketing genius. And so if, if 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 your listeners are anything like you, I think this would be helpful. So but I really appreciate the invite. Thanks. Thanks, man. Announcing Daryl Urbanski's Double Your Business Mastermind Mentorship and Implementation Program. That's right. For my fans out there, you asked, so I'm going to deliver. That's right. Imagine if you could get my brain focused on your business goals. Well, for 15 to 20 people listening right now, here's what you need to know. First, who should participate? I'm looking for business owners, entrepreneurs, regular people, and beginners who want to learn the best tools, strategies, hacks, and tactics for marketing, management, and business growth from myself and our experts you hear on this show. We're looking for someone who has an honest, open mind, and progressive attitude. Someone who is extremely busy and needs a time-efficient way to learn and grow. Someone who is highly motivated to make improvements in their marketing and sales methods, is eager to substantially increase their income. Someone who is willing to share ideas, experiences, and help other like-minded entrepreneurs. Someone who values being part of a creative process. Someone who is always seeking improvement and believes you can make money, or you can make excuses, but you can't make both, and especially someone who can be counted on to participate and be a valued member of the group. Who clearly should not apply for this program? 
People who are set in their ways, stubborn, fearful of change, and ignore the truth. People who are satisfied with or married to their present advertising, marketing, and sales methods. People who have no need or desire for increases of income, wealth, business growth, or impact on the world. People who are selfish, unappreciative, or have poor integrity, stay away. No thanks, try something else. People who have a lack of self-discipline and are not serious about mastering business and marketing should not apply for this program. So to recap, to be a part of this mastermind, you must be willing to share during the meetings all your successes, victories, secrets or discoveries, failures, frustrations, implementation tips, setbacks and problems. You must be willing to be honest with your feedback and opinion of other mastermind members when we ask for it. You must also be willing to accept constructive criticism from others, which means being open to potentially having your feelings hurt because it's about results, not fuzzy warm feelings. You must be able to attend at least two of the three yearly meetings, and yes, efforts will be made to choose dates that work for everyone. You must have an honest desire to grow your business to the next level and be willing to put in the work. And especially important, you must maintain confidentiality of all sensitive information discussed in the mastermind meetings, or you will be kicked out immediately. You must also be able to make the 12-month commitment. It will not be cheap, and there are no discounts. Next, you must qualify. How do you qualify? Two steps. Step one is you must be able to answer yes to most, if not all, of the following 13 points. One, do you want to be personally walked by the hand by our guests and I, helping you to avoid the mistakes and pitfalls as you grow your business and discover our very real business growth and marketing secrets? Two, would receiving accountability and encouragement be just the thing to help you better implement and get things done? Three, are you interested in facilitated, accelerated learning and deeper application of Daryl Urbanski, me, my strategies for business development and marketing? Four, do you find you rarely have enough time to focus on improving your advertising, marketing, deal flow, and business strategies on your own as you'd like? Five, would you gain valuable insights just by joining a group of like-minded, progressive people applying the same ideas to strengthen their businesses and incomes? Six, would associating regularly with a focused group of successful marketers and entrepreneurs stimulate your ingenuity and imagination while inspiring you to be better and do more? Seven, would you like to have a structured opportunity to launch cooperative alliances with other business owners and marketers? possibly even guests we've had on the show? Eight, does being part of a mastermind group bringing together the most successful forward-thinking business owners with one goal to grow each member's business to new levels interest you? Nine, do you want to be part of a group where in the true spirit of masterminding you will present your biggest obstacles, problems, and opportunities to the group where all of us together, and I do mean all of us, brainstorm and come up with the best ideas for you? 10. Is there someone in your personal life that you'd love to be able to say, see, I told you I could do it too? 11. Would you agree that getting cutting-edge info before most others even know these secrets exist gives you a major competitive advantage in a business, even if you don't know anything about business marketing or sales right now? 12. Have you ever heard of somebody else making it big financially and thought, if they can do it, I know I can do it, all I need is a chance. 
and 13, in the back of your mind, would you agree if you had a team of winners consistently helping and pushing you to higher levels, you would definitely improve your financial position? If you resonate with what I've just said, then this program is for you. However, you do need to act fast. This podcast is downloaded by six to 10,000 people on average a month. And for this group, there are only 20 spots available. What topics will we cover in this mastermind group? Everything you've heard discussed in these interviews, plus much, much more. Things like testing and tracking, how to discover hidden profits without increasing your ad budget, automation, how to take one successful campaign and make it evergreen to feed your children's children's children, lead generation, how to fill your funnel with hungry prospects ready to give you money, things like behavioral marketing, putting the right offer in front of the right prospect at the right time. Direct mail, building relationships and investing in customers when it matters most. Traffic, increasing the size of your sales, influence, and universe. CRM systems, you reap what you sow and everyone knows the money is in the list. Copywriting, how the pen is mightier than the sword. Sales processes, using systems to optimize sales and profits, for example, buying cycles, lead scoring, ascension ladders, etc., Referral systems help your customers multiply themselves and drastically reduce your cost per acquisition. Email marketing. You may have heard it again and again, but the fortune really is in the follow-up. Joint ventures, which equal fast profits and exponential growth. Raising your prices, where you find more ways to give more value and help more people getting paid to make this a better world. Building your lifetime customer value, which is a marketer's holy grail, our true one and only goal. So if you need help with any of that of what I mentioned or more, this program is for you. However, once again, if you resonate with what I've just said, then this program is for you. You do need to act fast. This podcast is downloaded by six to 10,000 people a month. And for this group, there are only 20 spots available. To apply, you must download the application form you can lo- uh, located at members.bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash mastermind. Once again, it's members.bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash mastermind. Download the application, fill it out as best you can, and then email your completed application to mastermind at bestbusinesscoach.ca. Once received, we will use the payment info you provide to process an immediate $1,000 U.S. deposit for the Double Your Business Mastermind Mentorship and Implementation Program. This deposit is refundable if your application is not accepted. Otherwise, it will be deducted from the price of the program. All applications will be time and date stamped once received in full, and decisions between equally qualified candidates will be based on who applied first. This group is not cheap, discounts are not available, and unless you're serious, please do not waste my time or yours. Once again, if you want to be a part of this program, you need to act fast. There are only 20 spots available. To apply, download the application form from members.bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash mastermind. Fill it out, then email your completed application to mastermind at bestbusinesscoach.ca. By sending in your application, you are not automatically signing up for anything. This is just the second step of the application process. Step one was if this message got your interest. 
Step two is going to members.bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash mastermind and downloading the application. Step three, we process your $1,000 US, get on the phone to make sure this is a good fit deposit. And if we both agree it's a yes, then on this call, we will discuss the formal registration and payment arrangements. You are simply applying to see if you qualify and the $1,000 US down payment gets us on the phone to make sure you are a fit for this program. Once again, you can find the application at members.bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash mastermind. Apply today and let me help you become one of the 200 new multi-millionaire business owners I've made a personal mission to help create. First come, first serve. And you will kick yourself if you miss this and your competitors get in, but you didn't. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a friend. I look forward to speaking with you and helping you grow your profits. You are appreciated. You've reached the end of our interview. Now first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you. Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better. And your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. Uh, you're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself and remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.